the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along. It's the Wednesday edition. A hot day here in August, and uh, we're super excited. Kathy, you're looking very, uh, very breezy, very, I would say, what, yacht-like. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Very nice indeed. It's because it's date night on the uh, Gateway Princess tonight. We yeah, and I'm excited about my date. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Christy? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm excited about my date. Oh, my I'm God. glad you're excited about <laughs> yeah, your yeah. date. <laughs> yep. I mean, yeah, I'm excited about my date, which is you. And, of course, we're going to have like 200 people from uh, our listening audience. 250 of our closest friends. Yeah, joining us on the Gateway Clipper. What is it? The Princess. The Princess mm-hmm. is what is it. We're going to be, um, what do you call it when you get on a boat? Boarding. Embark. Or embark. Or disembark and embark. I think that sounds like the most like official thing. We're embarking. We are embarking, leaving at 6.30 p.m. this evening. Yes. Sold out event. Yes, we're excited. It's sold mm-hmm. out in like lickety split time. Yeah. and uh, That's because everybody's like, are they out of their homes yet? You know, we broadcast from our spare rooms for so long. Mm-hmm. I think perhaps people wanted to just confirm that we actually, in person, were still doing our perhaps jobs. Perhaps so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was wishing that I had like a little Captain and Tennille hat today. Oh, you know, that would have been nice. Hat. I could sing Love Will Keep Us right? Together. Just a little Captain I'm, You hat. know what I'm going to be wearing tonight? Hmm. Yellow shoes. Why? Just because they you kind can. of match my outfit. All right, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not wearing them right now. They're out in my car. All right, lovely and yellow. Le- uh, that's yep. not gold. That's gold. You're wearing uh, the, the dress. Yeah, the, I think the shoes are are uh, maybe they're a golden yellow. Mm-hmm. All right, very I nice. I look forward to it. Excellent. How well, often can you wear yellow shoes, John? I think if you wanted to, you could wear them every day. Yeah. I used to have a pair of yellow shoes, and and <laughs> what, what's what? no no and All of a sudden, wait. it's like I dream of genie again. I had a pair of yellow shoes, and they were um, had Velcro. Um, it was the seventies. Wow! Velcro, you know, strips across them. Yeah, that was a. That I remember was them a, very, very well. That was a a, a little dip in like no, fashion world. I think I probably looked pretty good. And just my memory okay. may be clouded by decades or whatever. Anyway, the Gateway Clipper Princess, notwithstanding. Uh, the, the world continues to revolve, and Kath, as we always do, we get underway with the show. Please, uh, let's take a look at the news stories. Give us the top four at four. For Wednesday, August 25th, mm-hmm. 2021, Port FM Day 9, number one. The U.S. has evacuated roughly 82,300 people on U.S. military and coalition flights from Kabul since August 14th, the White House said today. As the Biden administration warns of a growing risk to American and allied forces on the ground in Afghanistan with each day that passes. According to CBS News, the pace of evacuations is also picking up. Check this out. 19,000 people were airlifted from the airport in the capital over a 24-hour period. Wow. That's a busy airport. 19,000 people. A plane left the airport in Kabul every 39 minutes. Wow. Wow. 
yesterday, and there are more than 10,000 people at the airport still waiting for flights to leave. Number two, the House today passed the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act legislation that aims to strengthen a key component of the landmark Voting Rights Act of 1965 after they say it was weakened by two Supreme Court decisions. According to ABC News, the legislation, named after the late civil rights icon, passed the House with a final vote of 219 to 212. There was no Republican support. With at least 17 Republican-led state legislatures passing voting restrictions recently, Democrats say and voting rights advocates say the bill will ensure ballot access for minority voters, but House Republicans blasted the bill as a, quote, federal takeover of elections and a power grab by Democrats who would undermine the state election process. Number three. News comes today from Brigham and Women's Hospital, John, that a power nap gives people the chance to rest for a short period of time to boost workplace productivity. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, so you take a nap bring at, it at work? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. But power naps, they say, are only beneficial when they are done correctly. So something else we have to obsess over is whether we are doing the power nap correctly or not. No, that's not good. According to USA Today, sleep experts say that power naps should be quick and refreshing, typically between 20 and 30 minutes in order to increase alertness throughout the day. You do not have to sleep fully, said James Moss, former professor and chair of psychology at Cornell, who coined the term power nap more than 50 years ago. Really? He made that up. Oh. He made that up. He said, just shut your eyes, breathe slowly and recharge. <laughs> Research has shown that power naps work. A recent study from the Better Sleep Council found that one in five working Americans do nap during the workday. Who are these people that are napping during the workday? They also have beanbag chairs and they're playing ping pong. I don't pong. know what's happening. 87% of them report feeling refreshed afterwards. Mm-hmm. Sleep experts say the finding isn't surprising because in contrast to coffee or soda, which will likely damage your sleep at night and only offer short-term energy for about 30 minutes, a power nap is a healthy alternative to improve workplace performance, strengthen memory and boost your creativity very nice i've often thought there should be a word fm cot here at the that studio that would be nice because i have there have been instances where i've laid down have you you never done that uh one time we were stuck here i do remember laying down in my office which is funny right. because when i stretch out fully I, my feet and There's my no head room. like I, that's however tall i am which is five four is how long my office is <laughs> <laughs> but we could take you know you could take a nap in this studio here like right here on the table no it's too hard but you know what i'm saying I don't know if it's clean enough. Number four. Some Pittsburgh residents may have been wondering why some stars in the night sky have been more difficult to see in recent years or why evenings seem less tranquil than they used to. Well, it could be that excessive use of artificial light called light pollution. And according to our Pittsburgh mayor, it's adversely affecting our health. Twinkle, twinkle. Okay. Okay. The trip reports today the mayor announced a new dark sky lighting ordinance for all city parks, facilities, and street lights. I like it. The term refers to the use of technology to minimize the use of outdoor lighting to only what's necessary. So the ordinance was presented to city council yesterday. And under the ordinance, the city will follow dark sky principles for its newly installed or retrofitted street lights, new construction, and renovated park spaces and playgrounds. I like it. I like it a lot. That is your top four, people. Very nice. At four. For years, we were members of the Triple P, the Amateur Astronomy Association of Pittsburgh. Sure. And uh, as they gathered... One of the guys who ran the who runs the organization would always belie, "What are we doing with these street lights? You know, they really they're they're pushing light up into the sky. It'd be better to, for all of us to have a dark sky." Uh, so I'm with all that. Are you? If you can do it, why not do it? Okay. Yeah. What about the sleeping? What about the napping? How do you feel about that? I'm pro napping, although the power nap thing. I, I'm not, I, my wife's always going, "I'll just take a nap for 15 minutes." I'm like, "How about an hour?" Yeah. Like I, if I'm gonna I, nap. 
I like a, a strong 90. I agree. 15 minutes. I don't think that really helps. I don't know. Right. The... However, a 90-minute nap at work probably would be frowned upon. Well, I can't figure out hmm? what kind of workplace these people are in that their supervisors think well, that's okay. Well, you know, it's these you know young hipsters at Google. Well, like at and Google, whatnot. they're allowed to yeah, take a power nap. Probably a power nap. They probably can just roll up and you know check out for the day. I would think so. It says here the power naps can reduce accidents and mistakes. <laughs> so I feel like, I mean... based on what happens here on the ride home, maybe we should consider that. <laughs> Just an idea. <laughs> Casting aspersions early on in the show. Mm-hmm. Let us take a break. When we do come back, Pastor Josh Brown is with us. He's going to talk about uh, the grammar of the gospel. Cross your T's, dot your I's. That's straight ahead here. The ride home where Pittsburgh's Christian talk on Word FM. 101.5 WORD. You know, no matter how many times you read about it, the death of our Lord Jesus Christ is the most compelling true story in all of history. On Through the Bible this week, sit at the foot of the cross and watch the events immediately after Jesus died, including his final words to his followers that also apply to you and me. Through the Bible this evening at 9 p.m. on 101.5 WORD. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement. Offer valid through 83121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. It only makes sense that since God is the almighty creator of all things, he also upholds and governs all the creatures of his hand. Everything in this world, therefore, is under his sovereign control. The unbeliever, of course, does not like to hear this. David writes in Psalm 14 that the wicked man claims there is no God. In Psalm 2, David again points out that the wicked of this world always attempt to break out from under God's rule. But God sits in the heavens and laughs at this puny attempt of the wicked who are under his divine control. In Psalm 113, we learn that our God is in the heavens and does whatever pleases him. God alone is creator. All else are creatures under his command. I'm Pastor Bill Brightsma of the Pittsburgh Protestant Reformed Church in Forest Hills. For information about us, check out prcpittsburgh.org or call 412-727-6811 preaching the kingdom of God, and teaching those things that concern the Lord Jesus Christ. Where can you find a high-quality, locally hand-built mattress at a factory direct value? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. Our factory direct business model allows us to provide a better quality mattress at a better price when compared to mainstream mattress brands. That's because we manufacture our mattresses in our local factories and sell them directly to you, eliminating the middleman markup and saving you money. And we can provide fast local delivery as well as pickup seven days a week at our factory location. Visit an original mattress factory location near you. 
Pastor Josh Brown is back with us. Josh is a regular guest on our show, a monthly guest, I should say, here today to talk to us about the grammar of the gospel. Hey, Josh, welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me once again. Always good, Josh. Okay, so grammar when it comes to the gospel. So, um, so if I follow God, well, so let's see the prosperity. This is where the prosperity gospel comes from, which is right. If I give money to some televangelist, mm-hmm. then I'm going to get a special dispensation, magical prayer cloth mm-hmm. that's going right. to fix everything for me. Yeah, that that's one particular example of I think just a much more deeply rooted thing that lies in in the human heart, I think, in general, and that is having that, having an understanding or an expectation that, that that's the way things work in my relationship with God. If I do X, Y, Z, whatever that is, then God will respond in this particular way. And that's, that's a one specific example you gave there, Kathy. I mean, I think even at the broadest level, you could just say, if I check all the boxes, then God will love me. If I make sure that I am as good a person as I could possibly be, then that will be the thing that prompts God to to acknowledge me or to look down with favor or something like that. But there's this if-then dynamic that I think is is really, that's that's one way I think you could really uh, just uh, kind of categorize what, uh, what you see in, in a lot of Scripture, which is that attitude of what people call works righteousness. You know, if I do this, then God will respond with favor, with blessing, with love, with all of these things. Uh, but that's the, that's the dynamic, this if-then dynamic. Right. Or the reverse of that, Josh, is why me, Lord? Something's happened here, and me, of all people, I've been following along, I've been trying to be good, I've been, you know, all this, and then this happens. So what's the problem? Yeah, exactly. I think you're right, John. I mean, you, you see some of those conversations with uh, Job and his friends where, you know, with his, some of his friends at different points are trying to say, well, you must have done something wrong, Job. I mean, you can't be as blameless as you are claiming to be because if all this bad stuff is happening in your life, that's, be- that's clearly because you did something to deserve it or you weren't in good enough standing or, or those kinds of things. So you're right. It, it goes kind of both ways there, I think. But it's, I would say it's a similar thing. You know, if I do this or if I don't do this, then God is going to respond in in one of these couple ways. So I think that's the way the heart is just, that's like the default setting for the human heart, is thinking that that's the way things work, this if-then kind of relationship. Yeah, so there's like a cosmic ATM. Right, a transactional account. Right, and so if you have the right stuff going in, then exactly what you expect is going to come out. That's scary. Very much, yeah. I think I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, and and you see that that kind of a dynamic in so many things, right? What people talk about with the concept of karma, it's, it's operating under that same thing. If I do this, then a reciprocal thing will come about in in turn. Um, but it, I, I would say that if you if you get down there, there's, that's the similarity I think with a lot of those is that understanding. My behaviors are the thing that produce some kind of a corresponding behavior or or action from God or the universe or you know, whatever you're calling it. Right. Or did this man sin or did his parents? Yeah, exactly. What what caused this? That, that, that was their question. Yeah, you know, what did they do to cause this? Because that's the way we think things work. Yeah, our behavior prompts or necessitates something that's a responsive action from God. Yeah. So is that pride or biblical illiteracy or just people being dumb? <laughs> um yeah, all, all of the above, I suppose. Um, I, I think it's I think it's just the I think it's a darkening of the heart. I mean, it's it's a 
it's an unawareness of the way in which the gospel actually works. And, and that, that shows us yet again that the gospel is not something that is intuitive to us. It's not something that we just sort of, it, it doesn't really even make sense on its own. Um, it's something that is very counterintuitive, very shocking. And when I say the gospel, I mean, what I'm referring to the, is the fact that it's God who reaches out to us out of his free grace and mercy, and in Christ does for us the things that we cannot possibly do for ourselves. Uh, and gives us this new status, this new standing, uh, entirely from his free grace and mercy, uh, according to the pleasure of his goodwill, as Ephesians talks about it, and that everything then comes out of that. So that, so w- w- what I'm suggesting with maybe thinking of it, as you want to call it the grammar of the gospel, is that the gospel would say it's not, it's not if-then, it's because-therefore. And what I mean by that is because God has done this for you, therefore... This is what it looks. This is what it should look like in your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It changes our like. Um, not only does it change. It's like anything in language, right? Language isn't yeah. just something that just happens. It's something that actually helps us to define reality. And so, if we're not speaking it correctly, we're not understanding it correctly, right? So, if we're going right. into it with an if-then thing, that's really what we're expecting, and it's going to be, it's going to blow up in one way, shape, or form. So, if it's not, if it shouldn't be if-then, then talk about what a because therefore faith would look like. Yeah, and and I'm just I'm just kind of offering some some terms that uh, people will use similar ones. A lot of theologians uh, will talk about the difference between the imperatives and the indicatives in Scripture, and I think that's really getting at the same thing. The in, indicatives they would say are statements about what God has done for you. This is who God is. This is what God has done for you. They're statements, and then imperatives are commands. Saying and then these then are the things that God is calling you to do. The ways that He is calling you to live or love, or labor in this world. And so what people will talk about is we, what the Gospel shows us is that the indicatives precede the imperatives. So that's just a, that's just a little more technical way of saying what I'm suggesting here, that it's because, therefore. And so to your question, Kathy, I would say uh, it's something, something... You see this kind of mapped out. I think you see this kind of a, a movement, for example, in something like First uh, John chapter 4. So there's a great passage there. In 1 John 4, uh, beginning in verse 9, it says, In this the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. So that's just one example of a place where you see that movement. John is saying, this, this is what God did. You, you didn't love God. You didn't start this. You weren't the, you weren't the catalyst. God loved you. And this is what he did to demonstrate that. Now, go and live in the ways that bear witness to that. Go, go out and love one another in the ways you've been called to. Right. But it's a different movement. That's, the, that's what I'm calling this because, therefore, which is different than if then. There's the transaction, but we take it and pervert the transaction. Yeah, we flip it. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's why the gospel really is. <laughs> that's one of the reasons why... We all have to hear the gospel again and again and again because it's just it's different than the way we tend to just operate in the world. And you always have to we have to be reminded again and again. No, this is what God has done for you. Uh, and now, therefore, 
here is what should look different in your life. Here, right. Here's new ways he's calling you to live as a result of that. And I like that, Josh, that we do have to hear it again and again or read it again and again because it's not of the world. It's otherworldly, the, 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 just the sense of it all. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Martin Luther was one of the many people who said that he needed to preach the gospel to himself every single day <laughs> and, and to others as well. Uh, it isn't one of those things you just hear once and say, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I get it. And then you just go on as if that's all you ever need to do. It, it, it isn't the way that we that we operate on, on basically any level. So daily we need to hear, hey, God loves you. This is what he has done to demonstrate that in Jesus Christ. This is what that means for you. Now, therefore, here's here's what that should look like yeah, as and you if go we, out in this world. Yeah, and if we don't get that in the right order, isn't it remarkable how many different ways we can become corrupted by that? I was just funny you should bring up that passage. I was just reading that last night, and I was thinking mm-hmm. as I was reading it that, it, you know, one of the things that's so remarkable that I really love about um, the younger generation right now, um, the Gen Zers, is that they're just, they seem to be a more compassionate group. Um, than my generation is. They're just they're they're in a lot of ways kinder and and more other centered. But I was thinking as I was reading this. But if there's an, if you don't recognize that your compassion comes because God loved you first, then you get corrupted yeah. in different ways. You do. You're right. It, it can the behaviors on the outside can look very very similar. Uh, you can have people who are demonstrating a love, a sacrificial service. Mm-hmm. A welcoming to other people, but the motivation, the deep heart motivation, can be very different. Um, and, and yeah, even even if the things look good on the outside, and I don't mean to just dismiss them, we've always got to be asking ourselves, what what's driving me to do this? Well, why am why am I doing this thing? Is it because I am uh, resting in what God has done for me and who I am in Christ? Or is it because I'm feverishly trying to make sure that I'm in the right place with God mm-hmm. because of the things I have done? We're talking with Pastor Josh Brown from Belfield Presbyterian Church in the Oakland neighborhood here in the city of Pittsburgh. Belfield's right across from the University of Pittsburgh. So, Josh, um, talk uh, for a second about Belfield. I mean, uh, we're back in uh, session once again. Hopefully that uh, people are going to, students are going to be on campus and there'll be thriving and integration and a lot of, you know, all that engagement once again. Uh, How are things uh, at Belfield and uh, the welcome mat out uh, at the front door? Well, that's exactly the hope. Yeah, it feels feels a little bit more this fall, like it has some other ones. There are still some differences, but yeah, this is uh, we are right in the middle of the University of Pittsburgh. We're adjacent to Carnegie Mellon. We're right down the street from Chatham and Duquesne and Carlo. So, uh, students are coming flooding back in. Our, our university staff has been out there. This is move-in week, so we've been passing out water and helping people get settled into their places and just doing anything we can to um, to let people know. Uh, <laughs> Hey, yeah, there is there is good news, and, and you know we'd like to share that with you because it does change the way that well change the way that you interact with everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's an exciting time. Um, trying to be responsible in the ways that we go about interacting with so many new people in this particular season, but I uh, want to be reaching out to welcome as many as we possibly can. Yeah, you know, if you've got a child, you've got a kid who is entering into college, I mean, and your child's a Christian, you want their child to continue on with their faith journey through those college years. That's why it's so important to be part of that college community, Josh. Yeah, that's exactly the hope. And and, and um, for those who have grown up in the church, certainly we want to be the next stage in their kind of faith mm-hmm. journey. But there's also uh, there's a lot who just have not ever heard the good news about Jesus. And so doing whatever we can to reach out and, and show that love in real practical ways and 
uh, introduce them to Jesus. Uh, there, there's a lot of need. There's a lot of opportunity for that. And, and uh, it's a middle of the urban university setting is about as ripe a place as, as I think you can find for those kinds of things. Outstanding. Josh, we're going to, a uh, little, little, little later on this evening, we're going to be out in a sailboat on the Caribbean right. blue waters no. of the Monongahela. Okay, first of all, it's not going to be a sailboat. <laughs> And second right. of all, it's not going to be, the water isn't going to be blue. But it's, in our minds, it'll be that way, mm-hmm. right? But, That's true, yeah. But you yourself, you've been on a boat. You you like to boat, don't you? I do, yeah. If I, there's a chance to get out there and enjoy some of that. That's a, it's a lot of fun. A couple of weeks ago, family had a chance to get away for a couple of days down to Deep Creek, and we just rented a pontoon boat one day and just floated around out there. And nice. Yeah, there's something very calming and relaxing about that. It's nice. I don't feel like this is going to be calming and relaxing. No, oh, come on. We're going to be with our, 250 of our closest friends, Josh, and it's going to oh, be... Oh, no, that's totally different. Yeah, though. and it's going to be on the Mon, so... Yeah, no, that's totally different. Okay. You, you've got you've got all other kinds of things you're going to be working yeah. through there. We look forward to it. <laughs> There's a lot of things you're going to be working through. I like yeah. that. That's Josh Brown, Belfield Evangelical Presbyterian Church in Oakland. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Our great pleasure. Take a quick break. Come back. When we do come back, 38-odd jobs that no longer exist. That's why I can't go and do them. I know. It's just They're not there anymore. Right. The world's moved on. A local bus driver, a mom, a dad, a 70-year-old tearfully sharing a need, all of them grateful for the Lighthouse's food pantry. Just one of the many programs you can support through the Lighthouse Foundation's annual fundraiser gala September 24th. Now is the time to become a sponsor, auction an item, or provide a centerpiece. Your support will help those most in need throughout Butler and northern Allegheny counties over the coming year. Do it today. Become a sponsor. Visit thelighthousepa.org. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night that you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year for a limited time you receive 50 percent off the giza dream sheets you receive a set for as low as 49.99 go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener square use promo code word there you'll find not only this amazing offer but also deep discounts on my pillow products including the my pillow mattress stopper and much more call 1-800- 391-0954 use the promo code word 1-800-391-0954 promo code word this is jay hagerman of abernathy and hagerman writing an estate plan is one thing having the experience to administer the estate is something else at abernathy and hagerman estate administration isn't a side job it's what we do you have the same goals we all do to protect your assets to minimize taxes and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love how you get there that's specific to you so let's talk Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Why doing it right, roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. Get a king bed for a queen price at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 during the best Labor Day sale ever on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your 
phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. We'll see a thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise, patchy clouds tonight. Warm and humid with a low of 69. Humid tomorrow, remaining warm with clouds and sunshine. Expect a high of 89. Friday will be humid with times of clouds and sun. A thunderstorm in the afternoon and a high of 85. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. So every day, technology sort of overtakes professions, does it not? Yes, it does. You think about all the different jobs that have been just put by the wayside in the short time that computers have been around. Well, uh, I saw a piece today uh, on a place that I purvey, (laughs) goodhousekeeping.com. His daily trip, you know, just to see what's up, you know, you know, he's already can put on the wall some nice new like design scheme he can institute, maybe some curtains he could stitch. Get some stains out. Goodhousekeeping.com. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 38 jobs that no longer exist. Let me run down a few of these things. All right. The Milkman. Oh, yeah. Remember the Did you I get love, the Milkman? Yes. Did you? Yes. Oh, we I, never did that. Oh, because that was... Uh, it was way beyond our means. Was it? Oh, but I was... I played a Milkman. But the idea of a right milkman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the milkman. Did oh, you know your milkman? Marburger. Marburger J- uh, Dairy. Dairy, yes. Oh, I remember the trucks. Yes, we had a gray milk box mm. right outside our front door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, inside it, there was a, a white piece of paper, and you could check off the things that you wanted. That's uh-huh. how you placed your Cottage, order. Cheese, right. butter. Sour cream, mm-hmm. eggs, you know, whatever the, those things were. I'm not sure if eggs were part of them. Part of it or I not. bet it was. Maybe. How old were you when it disappeared? Do you know? Um, The milkman. I probably junior high. Mm, okay. But I, you know, looking back, I never even thought like ever anything else. You don't even think about it. No, it's when you're little. Right. And now I think back on it, that is what a great oh, idea. F- fabulous. I love that. The guy driving around every day, you get some fresh that. Meat. How about the elevator operator? I always wanted to be one. My great aunt Wanda was an elevator operator. Really? And I thought it was like oh. such a fancy thing to do. I mean, imagine? I remember she was uh, an operator in a building in New Kensington, and my grandma would take her take me there. And it was, you know, it was the old, beautiful kind, you know, that you close, you know, like mm-hmm. the diamond screen, you oh, know, yeah. that you close, and it that's makes that little honest. metal clink, mm-hmm. right? And it just seemed like that's what civilized people did. How many stories? What was it? Do you know? No idea. I mean, you can imagine, like, you know... A, a Couldn't have been New Ken. Couldn't have been right, that exactly. many stories. So imagine, like, you know, if it were, like, the Empire State Building. You know, you're going 60s. Right. How cool that would have been. Because now, now, listen, when I went to the Art Institute for Interior Design, um, I there was an elevator operator there. I used to do voiceover work for a guy down on Ross Street, and it was a massive elevator. It was like, an, it was like a yeah, freight elevator. Yeah, a freight elevator, He had yeah. a couch in there. 
Yeah. And you get on the elevator, you go like three. There must have been like eight stories right, or something right, like right, that. Right, right, right. I wonder how many buildings in downtown Pittsburgh still have elevator operators. Not that long ago. Well, I should say maybe a decade or so ago, there was a, a kerfuffle. Some guy, like, what, he robbed someone in downtown Pittsburgh, ran into a building where the opera had their houses. The Pittsburgh Opera had their houses. And the elevator operator... He, he, like, helped solve the crime because the, the criminal ran into the elevator and he was trapped in there. Mm, mm-hmm. So, it, you know, I love the, that. Yeah. there can't be that many more if there's any downtown. Well, I bet there are because really? just because some of the buildings are so old. That'd be a boring. I'm sorry. It'd be a boring job. No, I think it'd be fun. No, I like it. How about a hacker? A hacker uh, no longer exists. These were uh, handy with trees. Hackers were known as woodcutters. <laughs> Hackers are very active right now, yeah, actually. So it's a different. Right. These guys were cutting down trees. How about a linotype operator? Oh, you know, oh linotype. That's for the newspaper. That I mean, they used to set the newspaper with you know little pieces of metal. The entire newspaper. Every day. Take that apart. You see it in the movies. Take that apart. We're taking down page one. Um, how about a Gandhi dancer? was a bar, you know that. Right, down at Station Square. Gandhi Dancer is a, a guy who worked on the railroad tracks, right? Never knew that. How about a chimney sweep? Now, they're still around. Well, I think I was going to say they've got to still be around because someone has to clean your chimney. Right, but, you know, I'm sure much less. Uh, well, Dick Van Dyke isn't, you know, singing with all his chums. A computer. If you've seen Hidden Figures, you know what a computer is. And no, it's not the technology that you're on right now. Dating back to the early 17th century, computers, usually women, would calculate figures and crunch numbers all day long by hand. Uh, A Billy Boy. You know, Charlie Watts just died the other day. Um, The drummer drummer, for the Stones. One of his first jobs was a Billy Boy. I don't know what that is. He made tea for people who worked in offices. That also sounds civilized. A bowling alley pin setter. Is that after their nap? No, just after their during power the day. Nap. Hey, that Billy Boy, I, give me that I want to be ninety minutes long, and it's only supposed to be like nineteen. A bowling alley pin setter. My dad was one. See, of See, that's a that's a horrible job. That's a oh. horrible job. Kind of like tech, somebody throwing stuff at you oh all day long. Oh my gosh, that's just. Uh-huh. That's my dad's. How about a switchboard operator? I always thought that was so cool. Yeah, especially in old movies when you see. But then the operators can always listen in on what you're talking about. Yeah. So you just happens. went into it knowing that you had no privacy. Right. The Iceman. Sure. There's there are you know in Regent Square, which you know the Regent Square yard sale. Yeah. You know, frequent every year. Mm-hmm. There are several houses over there that still have the little opening where the the Iceman will put the block of really? ice in. Uh-huh. Not the coal. Really? The ice. Because it goes right into the kitchen, huh. the top part of the kitchen. The hobbler. A hobbler. What's a hobbler? Uh, balancing on a boat deck. The real job was to tow river and canal boats up hmm. and down the river. All so right. at some point, a hush shopkeeper, sneaky hush shopkeepers, got their name from keeping their liquor sales on the hush hush Ooh. during Prohibition. That was my great grandmother. All right. Oh, you had some nefarious members of your family. How'd you turn out so well? I don't know. It's God's- in the blood. All right, we'll take a quick break. Come back. Uh, Ann Kennedy's with us. We're going to talk about cats and Twitter. Are cats on Twitter? Well, Ann Kennedy will talk to us about that next. WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music is here on the weekend. With the best new music. New, new, new music. Come what may, new music from We Are Messengers. Rest in the arms of Jesus, come what may. Relate from For King and Country. Can you, can you relate? And 
Scars in Heaven by Casting Crowns. The only scars in heaven. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. I think it's fascinating how resilient French fries are. I hadn't cleaned out my poor car in years, and so I decided to do it from the trunk to under the seats. I found five different types of balls, enough junk to challenge Mary Poppins' magical bag, and a good start at a French fry museum. It's Ryan, and if you tried to turn all the stuff hidden in my car into cash, you'd undoubtedly owe money. But luckily for most of us, it's quite the opposite when it comes to looking inside our homes. Home values have gone fly-a-kite high for many, meaning if you look under those seats, there's a good chance you could pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in your home to use for whatever you wanted. And with current mortgage rates being where they are, oftentimes you can lower the years on the overall loan or lower your monthly payment at the same time you're doing a cash-out refinance. If you're curious about your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to BambooHR.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. Ann Kennedy is with us. She is an author of Nailed It, 365 Sarcastic Devotionals for Angry and Worn-Out People, a blogger daily at PreventingGrace.com, the mother of six, and the caregiver of the biggest cat we've seen in quite a while. And welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. What's the name of the cat, Ann? Uh, our, our fattest cat is named Gloria. Gloria. Is Gloria the one who was on top of the uh, jigsaw puzzle on yes, Facebook? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a big yes. cat. That is a big, yes. Yeah, she's like that, um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to describe how big she is. You kind of have to, you just have to come to my house and see her for yourself. Yeah, right. Okay, now, so you have a history with cats. Uh, tell us about that. I, yes, I am a lifelong cat uh, person who struggles with cats. And um, I love cats, but they are really complicated creatures, really as most, most people know. And um, somehow they have arrived into our lives at, at critical moments when everything was 
going badly or about to go badly. So Gloria, the fattest cat in the world, appeared at our window just months before the world shut down for COVID. She looked in the window. We went out. She ran up to us. It was freezing night. She leapt into our arms. And we tried to find her owner, and there there was none. It, we live in a high student population, and we think maybe she, you know, she was left somewhere. And she just luxuriates she, in our house, as you can see if you follow me on Facebook. And the um, the best thing is that, you know, a good cat or dog allows everybody in the household to pour all of their emotional, um, you know, what's it called? dysfunction sure. into the creature Baggage. so you you uh, yes bag you you pr- you project all of your neuroses onto the animal mm-hmm. and um so gloria was the perfect cat for us through covid because whatever we were feeling she was feeling and so 10 people in the household just you know basically focused on her and she bore up as even our Lord would, I think, under all of our dysfunction. So <laughs> he's wonderful. Uh, then we have a very, very, um, very neurotic and dysfunctional cat who um, is more of a symbol of when you are saved, you know how you're in a pit and God has to pull you out of the pit against your will. That's the other cat. And you never kind of in this life become whole until you go to glory. That's the other cat who, when we lost our building and our, our church building and our house and everything, he disappeared into the guts of the house and was recovered miraculously six weeks later um, and hauled into the light. And yet he's still waiting for his final uh, salvation, really, uh, whenever he can finally go home, which would be great anytime now. <laughs> that sounds very complicated. And <laughs> Now, uh, in the piece you wrote, Cats and Twitter, you also talk about foisting geriatric cats on your poor parents. Yes, so this cat, this dysfunctional cat, uh, we when my parents were came back to America because of COVID, we thought that it would be really great for them if they would handle this cat. And their whole lives have been taken up trying to make him be okay, and it, nothing that they can do really works. And incidentally, they, they made us take him back for a bit because they had to go back to Kenya, finally, the COVID is over, and they are trying to find homes for no less than eight cats. I kid you not. And so actually the major prayer request is that people will step up and take these cats uh, into their lives and their homes and um, even maybe against their will, like God may have to arrange it uh, so that they can come back to America and not feel sad for the rest of their lives. That's all that's at stake. Are these Kenyan cats, Anne? Yes. My mother has traditionally rescued cats. Some people have called her the apostle to cats, and she has rescued between eight and ten cats over 15 years in Kenya. But And the reason they're all with her is because nobody else wanted them, sure. and that appears to still be the case. Yeah, so. that makes it difficult, doesn't it? Yeah, we're talking to Anne yes. Kennedy. Anne is the author of Nailed It, 365 Sarcastic Devotionals for Angry and Worn Out People. She blogs every day at PreventingGrace.com. Her mother, the Apostle of Cats. Exactly. She's mm-hmm. the daughter of the Apostle of Cats. Um, <laughs> now, I, I will tell you, Anne, that you know we've never discussed that. We have discussed that perhaps you and I were separated at birth uh, in the past, and that this could be another proof um, of that reality. 
ability. I have uh, two cats. I'm a, very much a, a cat person. And um, my one cat, who I named Princess Charlotte when she was only eight weeks old, thinking that it was funny because it was like a little bit of an homage to the British princess and did not realize how prophetic it actually was. She is so particular about every last thing that get ready for it. Do you know how many litter boxes I have in the basement oh, for Princess is, Charlotte? Do you know how many? I mean, I could probably guess. I mean, yeah. like four nine, or five or nine. Oh my word! Yeah, yeah. Why I, is that? Yeah, it just has poor like, aim. She just, no, she just decides that she's done with one, and so she, you know, if I don't give her a new one, she'll just go on the floor, mm-hmm. just because she's angry yeah, and needs something new. Bander communicates with us about how he's feeling uh, by going on the person's bed who he wants to get the attention of. So you can tell (laughs) he picks people out and then deposits a love offering in, you know, (laughs) one of the... Yes, and it's so awful. It's so awful. Right. But, okay. So speaking yeah, of what can you do? What can you do? Speaking of love offerings that are awful, you also brought up Twitter. Yes. A lot of people are making love offerings on Twitter that aren't helpful either. Yeah, that's that's true. And I um, I love the. I think I posted a meme where it's, it's the dysfunction that you project onto your cat, you know, or your dog. That's what people do. They broadcast who they are and what's wrong with them on Twitter daily. Um, and the way that I get around that is by not posting very much, but just going and watching other people um, display themselves, which, right. as I say it out loud, seems kind of ungodly. But that didn't occur to me earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now that it's been verbalized well, it's like some kind yeah. of... A- some kind of like the sun breaking through the clouds. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. yes. So the three of the three of us are similar in that way is that we spend a lot of time on Twitter, but aren't putting our own thoughts out there, which I think at, at the beginning makes us seem like better people, but in the end, I think makes it worse. However, how many times have you caught yourself the moment before you're about to do something which is horrendous, and then you go, no, "I think better." Yeah, that has happened well, multiple times, and you. Well, one one way that I was saved early on is because I read, and it was probably a rumor, and it's probably not true, but I believed it at the time in the way that you do believe things when you're on the Internet. And that's that every single tweet in the world was being kept and cataloged by the, um, uh, oh, shoot, it's gone out of my head, like the museum in Washington, D.C., where they, the National Archives. Yeah, the National (laughs) Archives, right. They're keeping track of all of our tweets. I thought, oh my word, I can't tweet now. And or you're never going to be able I'm, to host the Academy Awards in 15 years. Exactly, exactly. And so I think I was spared. That was God, God's help to me um, back then, even if it wasn't true. I I hope it's not true. I hope that they're not doing that because that would really be the apocalypse. Um, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it might be. Okay, and so for our listeners who are, who are checking in and they're thinking, okay, so should I be on Twitter or should I not be on Twitter? What do you say? I mean, I think that people should be on Twitter um, and they should, yeah, they should, um, they should be on Twitter. But every time they get on Twitter, they should ask God to forgive them before every post. 
and then that'll probably even it out in the long run. It'll be fine that way. And that that's, that's my suggestion. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> there should be like Twitter confessional. Although there is kind of how about the latest trend? This makes me sort of un- unnerved. Is that you? I have no relationship or no connection to anyone, and they'll post horrible, horribly sad news about things, and you go and I and then, oh my goodness! And how I didn't you, know. How I had are to you read supposed that. to take that in? I don't know because you're scrolling through things, and then you feel like I can't scroll past that. But I don't even know that person, and I don't think I have enough emotional capacity to take that in. And people asking for prayer about said horrible events. And then if you don't choose to pray, then you feel worse about yourself. It's very complex. It is. I was just seeing that yesterday. I I saw, like, three of those total strangers, people who are, like, in despair, Mm. and posted a personal, like, I I don't think I can cope. I don't think I can go on. Please pray for me. Right. And I did, and I thought, like, this— is really some terrible dissolution that this person can only post here because they don't have people they can say that to in person. And that's, I, you know, I don't have an answer to that. I think that um, they, well, I'm about to have an article come out in um, the Christian Research Journal about what you should do when your pets die or how you should think and feel. And because the same kind of thing in, in boards online of people when they're you join for your particular breed of animal, um, most of those are prayer requests of people just desperate because mm. they lost sure. a, a pet or an and they don't know how to cope. And the sort of coping mechanism that we all had maybe even 20 years ago just seems to have evaporated in the last, you know, 24 months. And um, I, it is alarming and I don't, I don't have an answer for that either, other than get an animal that will live forever. Just get an animal that doesn't die, and then you'll probably be okay. Right. 50,000 lots of cats in Twitter. If only we could. That's Ann Kennedy. Ann, we love you. We do love you, Ann. Love you guys, too. You be well. Preventinggrace.com. You'll find Ann Kennedy there. Also, seriously, nailed it. 365 sarcastic devotionals for angry and worn-out people. It's very funny. But find her on Facebook. You've got to see the picture of the cat. It's a gigantic it's cat. It's really glorious, hefty. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night that you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. And Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You receive a set for as low as $49.99. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress stopper and much more. Call one 800 3910954 use the promo code word 1-800-391-0954 promo code word how much do you have saved for retirement now cut that number in half that's the impact inflation could have on your retirement 
Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%, but even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So, what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Kurt Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Kurt Kenotic and his team at Accurate Solutions Group, call 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services are offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. If a trip to Israel has been on your bucket list, there may never be a better time and there may never be a better tour. Imagine Tours and Travel invites you to walk in the footsteps of Jesus over 10 unforgettable days this January. Demand for travel is on the rise with costs expected to increase 30% by March, making January the perfect time to visit Israel when tourist crowds are light. Featuring 52 historic sites, your Imagine Tours vacation is the most comprehensive, most affordable tour of its kind. Imagine staying in four-star accommodations while enjoying unlimited breakfast and dinner buffets of delectable Middle Eastern food. Imagine spending less time in line waiting to see the sights you've dreamed of all your life and more time actually seeing them. Imagine departing Pittsburgh January 10th on an adventure you'll never forget. Now is the time. This is the tour. For details, including the four-day Egypt extension, visit pgh22.com. Imagine tours and travel. Everything you imagined it would be at pgh22.com. I mean, everybody knows that people who are working in restaurants or owning restaurants have suffered during COVID. Right. So, uh, Washington Post food critic, uh, a guy named uh, Tom Seitzman, he posts an email that someone sent him. And says, Tom, uh, we've been sitting on a very nice restaurant gift certificate that was given us pre-COVID. And now that restaurants are open back up, my wife and I would like to go visit said restaurant. However, we are also aware the struggle that restaurants have had in these past 18 plus months. Is it bad form to go visit a fine eating establishment and present a certificate knowing that it was paid for? long ago and the restaurant will not perhaps profit from that immediately what do you Mm. think would you do that do you okay so the thing is that you've already paid for it someone's paid someone's paid for it as a gift but the restaurant's already received payment for it long ago right the uh waitress or waiter is still going to receive a tip Mm -hmm. and so i feel okay about it you i think i'd wait okay I mean, right? Think, so my date tonight isn't going to include dinner. <laughs> well, I think it's a buffet. Okay. Uh, I think I'd wait. I mean, people are struggling here. So what's what's it going to hurt you unless you're – if it's a fine restaurant, right, what's it going to hurt you to wait six more months or whatever? Yeah, but if you wait six months, first of all, you might not be able to eat outside because it's going to be cold, right? You might want to eat outside. Second of all – no one knows what the heck is going to happen with COVID. So you might feel like this is my chance. I've been waiting all this time. I've been holding on to this. It's been in the top drawer of that desk yeah. all this time. I'll just say this. As a former server, 
at any number of establishments, from lowbrow to highbrow. When someone pulls out that certificate, alarm bells go off. Really? Oh, how about the book? Oh, the entertainment book. Was oh, that the worst? please don't bring that thing upon me. Pox upon you. Oh, it's the absolute worst. And now I understand they're fundraisers and things like that. It just it just sends off alarm bells. You think, oh no. The, the, Why? Because people aren't going to tip you. Well, no. Well, that there is that because people will tip you on any number. However, it's generally one and done. These are people who have never visited before, and they're never going to come back. Exactly. So they're going to extract their pound and then some. It's just I, I don't know. As a server, well, as the I, owner, I never thought about that before. Uh, it's a little insight. Okay, into, so maybe I shouldn't do that. If it was me, again, I, you do what you want to do. If it was me, I'm going to wait. This isn't shaping up to be all that fun. I'm just saying, eat it's your chicken. all sorts of unexpected things. I'm bringing a little side. I'm bringing like a bag of combos, just in case. <laughs> if, if they're the pizza ones, yeah. then I'm okay with it. Hey, I'm good with it. Because okay. you never know. You know, you go, is that, do I, I'm going to have a combo instead. Anyway, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with combo. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. When U.S. Congressman predicts the botched pullout from Afghanistan will lead to a hostage crisis, Bob Agnew reports. Congressman Mike Gallagher says dealing with the current chaos in Kabul is just the beginning. The looming hostage crisis is really what worries me. Gallagher tells the Salem Radio Network not even the State Department knows how many Americans are still in Afghanistan. I guarantee you we're going to leave thousands of people behind. And that's unacceptable for the United States of America. Gallagher says so many Americans trapped in Taliban hands will lead to a number of what he calls terrible situations leading forward. Bob Agner reporting. Delivering another blow to former Governor Andrew Cuomo's legacy, New York's brand new governor, Kathy Hochul, is acknowledging that the state has nearly 12,000 more deaths from COVID-19 than Cuomo told the public. On Wall Street, the Dow up 71 points and the NASDAQ 30 points higher. This is SRN News. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And, and we're, we're the, the owners, owners of South Coast, Coast Tax. Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm who will treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation, and we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 836, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed, and one way we can achieve that is by being debt-free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. When the Earth 
what stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian Travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's inspirationcruises.com or call 800-247-1899. If you can fix the big stuff, you can fix the small stuff. For over 100 years, QDOT has fixed big mechanical systems for the commercial industry, from hospitals and factories to churches and schools. You deserve to be treated fairly when it comes to your home's HVAC system. QDOT can solve any mechanical challenge, big or small. For affordable repairs, replacement, and maintenance, QDOT answers 24-7-365. And your safety is their top priority. Call 412-366-6200 at q-dot.com. We'll see a thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise, patchy clouds tonight, warm and humid with a low of 69. Humid tomorrow, remaining warm with clouds and sunshine. Expect a high of 89. Friday will be humid with times of clouds and sun, a thunderstorm in the afternoon, and a high of 85. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Portions of the following program have been pre-recorded. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. During the break, Kathy showed me a photograph of a brand new baby's twins were born. Twins. Oh, my goodness gracious. Lucas and Olivia, super cute. Wouldn't it be great if like, you know you could just go somewhere and just hold a baby for a while? You know, you can go to those cat cafes. You yeah, know, we yeah. were talking about that the other day. Right, you sit in a room and there's like all these cats. You pay a few bucks and just sit there. Yeah, right. And you just kind of commune with the cats. Right. I, you know, there are people who do that at children's. You know, in the NICU, he go and just hold babies. Yeah, but it requires some training. Well, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to let you in, but I mean, they're going <laughs> to. I mean, if you trained, they would. Hello. Hey, can I come in and hold a baby, please? <laughs> call security. Uh, call security immediately. We got this man outside. No, but wouldn't that be just that? Would that not help your mental health to just sit, sit in a chair yes. and hold a baby for you know? I an hour? had a I oh. had a lot of anxiety when I had infants, so that's not like a calming thing to me. Well, it's not your baby. Yeah, that does help. Of course, right? Yeah, it does help. It's like being a grandfather. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your baby back. And hand right? it back, right? But yeah, I'm sure it does something to you physiologically. Yeah. 
to mm-hmm. hold a little baby, as long as the baby's not fussy. <laughs> then you get all anxious. <laughs> right. Someone take this baby, please. Exactly. He might be colicky. Isn't that a horrible word? Oh, isn't that a horrible experience? Oh, God bless anybody. It is got a so terrible. Baby. It is so terrible. Did you have a colicky baby? I did not have a colicky baby, mm, but I did have a wait. baby that when I brought her home from the hospital, she cried for 12 straight hours. Oh, my God. Yeah. The and first not, day. The first um, day. Yep. And oh. I'm not exaggerating by saying she it was like she cried. For, no, she actually did cry for 12 straight hours. Did you lose your mind? I was. Well, I. I you was, were crying. I Oh. Right. Listen, I started crying 20 minutes in. Of Imagine course when you I was did. like 10 hours in. Oh. oh, it was horrible. It was really Were horrible. you doing something but wrong? Probably. <laughs> Chances are. What do you think? Chances are. I mean, there was a lot going on at the time. How was your husband? Uh, losing his mind. <laughs> and it did take me 22 hours to give birth to her, so I wasn't in the greatest shape of my oh, life. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So, Plus, I gained 60 pounds oh, in pregnancy, good. so there was a lot, I mean, as I said, going on. This story's getting better by the second. Forget <laughs> the idea about me talking about babies being so sweet and kind. Right. Anyway, so so ex- physiologically, yeah, how exercise may help keep our memory sharp. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of you holding a baby, you want to go out for a run. Well, instead. yeah. So exercise has been touted to have all sorts of benefits. You right. know, obviously, you know. Uh, Improving your muscle tone is going to help as you age and it's going to help your joints mm-hmm. and your bones and all those sorts of things. But this memory connection is something that's relatively new. Right. Okay. So an intriguing new study, says uh, Gretchen Reynolds from today's uh, New York Times, shows how exercise may bolster brain health. The study, of course, was in mice, but it found that a hormone produced by muscles during exercise can cross into the brain and enhance the health and function of neurons, hmm. improving thinking and memory in both healthy animals and those with a rodent version of Alzheimer's okay. disease. Earlier research shows that people produce the same hormone during exercise, and together the findings suggest that moving could alter the trajectory of memory loss mm. in aging and dementia. Great. All right. Well, Are you an exerciser, a regular exerciser? Five days a week. Five days a week. Mm-hmm. Christy, are you? Maybe like three, two or three. Sure. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I can't believe you get up five early five days out of the week. Five I days do. out of the week. Bless I your do. soul. Yeah. What do you do? Well, I do the Nike training app. What does that mean? That's just, it's an app that you can get on your phone. It's put out, you know, the Nike provides it. It was it was a uh, a monthly subscription until COVID, and then they decided to let it go for free, which is when I joined. What does that mean? Are you like doing push-ups or like rolling around on the ground? It's a, it's a well, well, I do, I mean, you can do whatever you want. So there's all sorts of different things. I yeah. do high-intensity uh, interval training three, five days a week. And you can just you can just go right into the Nike training yeah. app, and you can put in HIT training, and you'll get all sorts of different workouts. Has your memory improved? I have no idea. Christy, what are you doing? Um, beach body on demand. What's beach that body look like? On demand. Yeah. Well, that... I have like the bar blend. You know what? No, I don't. It's oh, like a, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I do know that. It's like dancing and stuff. Yeah. Or like, what? Is it like Pilates? Sort. I have it probably a... has some Pilates worked into it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not that intense. Do you look forward to it? No, I hate getting up. <laughs> yeah. I despise it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Nobody likes. I mean, I I shouldn't say nobody. I I have to talk myself into doing it every darn day. Well, some people just love it. Yeah. Some people are born but not, to it. I think that's a very small percentage of people that are actually doing it. Right. I think most people doing it are doing it because they're gritting their teeth and right. saying, I mean, are you happy when you're done? That's it. Sometimes. Because you feel better. <laughs> Don't you feel better? I mean, I do feel better, but then it's like, well, now I have an hour to get ready for work. and I'm all right. sweaty. And, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I am always glad when I'm done mm-hmm. I, because I, I need that little pat on the back. I'm like, I can't believe I did that again. Right. My Thank head goodness. feels better. I mean, yeah, I, you yeah. feel a little lifted, a little more cleaner. Do you feel way. like what? Like you can think more clearly? Yeah, okay, I do. Okay, so maybe you're a living example of what they're talking about. I don't know. But then you ask me like where my car keys are and I'll go, uh-huh. so I'm not really, <laughs> well, <I laughs> not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if, it, if, it, if there's demonstrated benefits to doing it. Then the only thing between us and the demonstrated benefits is the, make, the willingness, is the, is the will to do it. Yeah. And so that's what you really need. Right. I'll tell you what helps me most about it is the fact that I have people in my house that do the same thing. That mm. is really helpful. What did you do in your workout today? What was that like? And you, what, what did you fail at? What did you try to do and you were completely unable to do? Like, it's a joke. You know, we laugh about it. We talk about it. Whatever. But that is you know, if you can get it, if you don't, if you live alone, if you don't have a community of people that do that, you can on a lot of these apps meet people who are exercising, and that kind of, I don't know, that that can give you some impetus. Okay, no wait, now so during the Olympics, you know, or, or I'm watching the Tour de France earlier this summer, the Peloton ads. The idea of this total stranger yelling at me over a video screen to pick up my pace. That's not going to work. Oh, see, I like that. Oh, that's not going to no, work. No, I like that. No. I like that. A total stranger. Go, no. Come on, pal. I'm I have the same I'm trainer. I'm going to turn the channel. I have the same trainer every day. She's a very close friend. Really? I'm not a but close friend. But you don't friend. know her. I'm not a close friend of hers because we've never met. But she is very important to me. No kidding. And she she yells at me every day. Oh, and I'm, I'm like not doing on it. it. No, no. I need that. Maybe That made me feel sad. I'd like. What, what, like the kind of pathetic? Yes. Yeah. Like I'm a, like a loser. And Here's I'm the not thing doing about the Peloton, though. Let me ask you this, because the commercials look fabulous and the people are like totally jacked yep. and look like all you're doing is working like the same muscle group all the time, <clears throat> right? You're not doing anything with your arms. You're not doing anything with your I – mean, it's no, very no, no, limited. No, no, That's not true. No, oh, it's you'd not, be surprised. Is you'd be Peloton surprised. different? Well, no. It's just being on a bike, I mean, is a really rigorous exercise. I mean, of course, you know, the legs, of course, you know, if you work your legs hard, you're going to have thighs like cannons. Right. But, you know, on the upper part of your body, you're hanging onto those handlebars and that resistance – you know, okay. It's going to create okay. tension in your chest and your arms okay. as well. So there is that. And, of course, you know, your lung capacity off the charts. Sure. Okay. So I could see that Okay. as a biker. All right. But still, like, it's not like lifting weights. With I your... think they have, like, other, like, part of the subscription, they have something like Beachbody where right. you can do other things. Other things. Okay, how okay. about the mirror thing? Have you seen the ads for that? I can't do that. I want to do it. Do no, you? The, yes. If I had the money, I would totally do it. I would not do that at all. I would like to try no, no, it, no, no, but no. only if I didn't have to pay for it. You no. know what I mean? Like if it was a total, like the, you're going to be able to do this for a day and it's going to disappear. No, no. That's like the Wicked Witch. Seriously. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. That thing's hanging there all day long talking to you. Or all, uh, Does it talk to you when you're eating? I don't know. You get a bag of chips okay, in your hand and all of a listen, sudden it pops up. Listen, I don't want that at all. It's National Banana Split Day. Oh, who doesn't love Okay. So I think that maybe if you are fully invested in your exercise routine, every once in a while, there has to be a time of indulgence and perhaps a banana split to your indulgence. I'll say this. A banana split, oddly enough, was part of my theological training. That's how you learned the Trinity? No. As a young boy, uh, generally, because there were like 8,000 of us in our home, my Aunt Patsy somehow took me under her tutelage, and she would take me to church on Sundays. And she would say to me as a little boy, if you're a good boy, I'll buy a banana split after church. And I would, you know, I was, I'm sure I was a fidgety little kid. Mm-hmm. Today they probably would say, you know, ADHD or whatever. But if I was a good kid, we'd walk across the street to the village dairy, I'd get a banana split. More often than not. But there were times that I did fail. 
So that banana split was like out there for me. It was the carrot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kept me calm. Have me say my prayers. All right. Just saying. I like a banana split, but no, I, I like a banana. It's a I lot of really, calories. I don't really want the strawberry and the banana. I really just want the chocolate and the no, banana. No, no. Give, give me the whole thing. Okay. Very nice. Happy uh, banana split day. Thank you. Take a quick break. Come back. We Maybe do come I'll back. Maybe a banana split on, on Word FM's date night. <laughs> no, you're not. No, there's no We embark split. starting at 6 o'clock Yep, look tonight. forward to it. Kurt Thompson's with us in just a few minutes. I'm going to ask him about banana splits. 18 months in our state of mind at this point in the pandemic. It's next. 101.5 WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. The answer for anger is the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is forgiveness. Forgiveness is the key to breaking this chain. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everybody get the best sleep of their lives. And he didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza Sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night that you sleep on the Giza Sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year for a limited time you receive 50 percent off the giza dream sheets you receive a set for as low as 49.99 go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener square use promo code word there you'll find not only this amazing offer but also deep discounts on my pillow products including the my pillow mattress stopper and much more call 1-800- 391-0954. Use the promo code WORD. 1-800-391-0954. Promo code WORD. I think it's fascinating how resilient French fries are. I hadn't cleaned out my poor car in years, and so I decided to do it from the trunk to under the seats. I found five different types of balls, enough junk to challenge Mary Poppins' magical bag, and a good start at a French fry museum. It's Ryan. And if you tried to turn all the stuff hidden in my car into cash, you'd undoubtedly owe money. But luckily for most of us, it's quite the opposite when it comes to looking inside our homes. Home values have gone fly-a-kite high for many. Meaning, if you look under those seats, there's a good chance you could pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in your home to use for whatever you wanted. And with current mortgage rates being where they are, oftentimes you can lower the years on the overall loan or lower your monthly payment at the same time you're doing a cash-out refinance. If you're curious about your options, we our United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Hi, this is Jim Daly with Focus on the Family. I'd like to invite you to join us in person for our Sea Life 2021 live experience. This pro-life event will feature Amy Ford, president of Embrace Grace, motivational speaker Nick Vujicic, and a concert with Matthew West. This is an opportunity for you and your family to celebrate life. It all takes place at the American Airlines Center in Dallas on August 28th at 7 p.m. Get your free tickets and learn more at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash life. So we're 18 months or so into the pandemic. And, you know, you're talking to family or close friends. You sort of take each other's emotional temperature. Do you Like, not? how are you doing? Right. Mm-hmm. But then you go out in the world, whether it's at work or, you know, the grocery store, and you think, 
what the heck is going on here, right? Well, the psychiatrist is in. Dr. Kurt Thompson is with us. Kurt is a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia, the author of The Soul of Shame and the upcoming The Soul of Desire, here to talk to us about that specifically 18 months in, our state of mind at this point. Kurt, welcome back. How are you? Hey, uh, you're actually like, oh, how, how am I doing? I'm 18 months in, and <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. I bet, yeah. Yeah. You're hearing a lot of stories, I'm sure, aren't you? We're hearing a lot of stories, and the stories that we hear in our office are the stories that we all are experiencing in our homes and in our grocery stores and on the ball fields and churches and the stories that we read about in the papers and the news and so forth and so on. And, you know, one of the things that's really challenging for us in any, in, in any environment as human beings, but particularly this one, is uh, we, we really are a people, human beings, the way our brains work, we really long for predictability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we long to, and, and we don't even necessarily need certainty. Like, I don't need to know that my... I'm going to eat dinner at six o'clock every single night. But like, I know that it's going to be somewhere between maybe six and seven. But like if I, some nights I have dinner and some nights I don't have dinner like that, that's too hard for me to predict. I don't need to be certain, but I want to be confident about things. And so COVID, this pandemic has not just shaken our certainty, it's shaken confidence. Mm. And so, you know, I mean, I don't, we don't, we don't have to tell the listeners about all the things that we are challenged with. And, and, and dare I say that, that people are suffering with to the point where mental health challenges uh, are continuing to rise, let alone all the other things that we know that are taking place that are really painfully difficult for us. And, you know, I think some of the, some of the difficulty was, when this whole thing started 18 months ago, we thought, oh, my goodness, you know, this war will be over in about three months. Right. And then we discovered, oh, gosh, it's not going to be over in three months. And so we kind of like we, we dug in right. or readjusted, you know, right. Most of the year of 2020. And we're like, OK, we're going to go back to school in the fall. We're gonna, like do this thing. And we're going to we're going to kick this thing. And then we start to see signs of life and we get into the late winter and early spring and we see dramatic declines in new infections and people start to open up businesses and churches and you name it and all the things that we thought were going to give us hope. And then we have this Delta variant that shows up and now things are all over the place. And with it comes kind of echoes of all the challenges that we have about not just the vaccine, not just about, you know, masks and so forth, but how these things also show up in drawing lines between people in families and lines between people in all kinds of demographics. So it's not just a matter of I can't figure out what this what I'm I'm supposed to do. I'm also facing experiences in which I have, you know, we have good friends who think something very differently than I do. Right. Yes. So what I see, Kurt, and I'm sure you can see this as well, 
is that the unpredictability, the the motions of the moment, the dinner at mm-hmm. six or seven, or how society goes, it's it's mm-hmm. gone. Like to me, what I see is a lot of people are in despair, and then the despair has turned into anger, or dare I say, rage. I mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. There's a lot of rage that is simmering in people's lives right now, and to be honest, it's kind of. I, I, I don't want to be scared, but I'm sure you see this in your office. Right. We don't want to be afraid, but we are. We don't want to be afraid, but we are. And so I have, I, I, I'd love for us to talk about kind of what, what can we do? What are some things for us to focus our attention on? And I have three words for us, and they all begin with the letter P, and they have their source not just in psychiatry, not just in what would be good for our mental health, which I dare say they will, but they have their source in the Scriptures. Good. And the first word that I want to offer to our listener, listeners is the word presence. The word presence. When we come into the world, newborns and infants and toddlers are distressed in all the different ways, and they, they cannot, you know, they are in distress. For them, like... The world was predictable. They were in the uterus for nine months, and this was heaven. And now, just with you know, within a few hours, life is completely unpredictable. And how are they comforted? They are comforted first and foremost by the presence of their parents. Mm. Their parents see them, soothe them, create safety for them, and those newborns have saw they learn that comfort ultimately is not about what they do for themselves. Comfort is about the presence of someone else attuning to them. And the scripture that comes to mind is John 16, where Jesus says to the disciples on the eve of his crucifixion, in this world you will have tribulation. In this world there are going to be pandemics. There's going to be cancer. There would be drive-by shootings. In this world, trouble is here, and I, I'm not just going to tell you to, like, it'll be okay. I'm not going to tell you, like, don't worry. I'm going to tell you actively, be of good cheer. He doesn't just say, it's going to be okay. He asks me to be of good cheer, to which, of course, I want to say, like, what the heck? How do I be of good cheer when some of my closest family members and I are now on different sides of the aisle of this? How I like and he's saying, because I have overcome the world. That's good. Presence. He doesn't, he, he doesn't give us a math equation. He gives us himself. And so here's the question about presence. Who are the people that are in your life that are not present for you just because they agree with you on all things about the pandemic or with whom you agree? Who are the people who are going to be with you who even perhaps if they don't agree with you, but they say, I love you, and no matter what happens, I'm not leaving the room. And we become Jesus for each other, and that's presence. That's the second word is the word perseverance, taken right out of Paul's letter to the Romans. For we also rejoice in our sufferings, because suffering produces perseverance. And there's no question, folks, John and Kathy, like, people are suffering. And each of us has parts of our lives that are suffering, and we are asking presence 
to be practiced as a way of persevering. We're going to do this over and over. We're going to practice this presence. And so what are we doing by A, being in the scriptures, B, prayerfully meditating, C, listening to worship music, being drawn to the presence of Jesus and his presence through the presence of the body of Jesus on a regular basis. And by this, I mean like several times a week that we are immersed in Jesus' presence and the presence of others, and we're going to have to persevere in this. It's going to take practice. And then the last P is patience. Now, you know, all you know, our listeners all know, right? It's like, well, you know, God, please create within me a patient heart. And, of course, the next thing that happens is, like, we find ourselves in the middle of things that are, like, forcing me to be patient. Now, I don't like it. And I thought, like, can I just change my request? Thank you very much. I, I'm really not that interested in being patient after all. This is what the way we have to do it. And here's the thing. God is far more interested in who we are becoming than what we acquire. He's far more interested in me becoming like him, far more interested in me becoming a person of patience, not just with myself and with my neighbors, but with God, which enables us then to become a fourth P, which we become peacemakers and peacemakers within our own souls. But these are things, these four, I started with three, we now have four, these words that I'm going to be present, I'm going to persevere, which develops patience, which enables me to become a peacemaker across fractional lines, such that even if I cannot predict the future, we don't know how long this is going to last, but we know that Jesus is present no matter how long that is. But I can't just know that as some theological fact. I can't just assume that to be true because I read it in the Bible. I have to have a viscerally embodied felt experience of this, which is why it's so important for us to be in vulnerable communities that are praying together for this, that are naming our losses, our griefs, that are naming our longings, that allow God to find us in these places that are painful, such that... We may sense his presence such that my brain may be more integrated because I'm more deeply connected to you as you are more deeply connected to me, even in these places of suffering that enable us to persevere, to become people of patience, that enable us to be peacemakers in a world that is fraught along lines of war. Amen to that. Kurt, that's fabulous. For us to be part of these vulnerable communities, to allow us to be present and persevere with patience and peacemakers. That's an excellent word for the day. Always a pleasure, Kurt. Thank you so much. Folks, great to be with you. Thanks so much. As you as well. Kurt Thompson, The Soul of Shame, retelling the stories we believe about ourselves is upcoming. The Soul of Desire, discovering the neuroscience of longing, beauty, and community. Dr. Kurt Thompson, easily found online. We'll take a break. Come back in just a few minutes. Does this make sense? That's next. Maybe. 
If you owe the IRS back taxes, then get ready to pay up. The IRS has giant private collection agencies actively tracking down folks who owe the IRS. So if you think dodging them was stressful in the past, it's going to get a whole lot tougher. Optima Tax Relief has this advice. Don't wait. Solve your tax problems now before it's too late. Optima Tax Relief works to stop the demand letters, stop the aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS collectors from targeting you. Ask Optima about the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands, and nobody knows this program better than they do. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and they get results, having resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get a fresh start. Call today for your free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Grove City College, a group of young people who are engaged in a rigorous academic journey. Mm-hmm. That's fair to say. What happens at Grove City College? This is not essentially for the faint of heart. It is a rigorous, mm-hmm. deep dive into an academic load. It is. You know, I've had this conversation with both of my kids a lot over the last couple of years. Mom, I don't know how I'm going to do on the midterm. Like, I, I don't know. What, what if I don't pass this class? And, you know, both of my kids do pretty well in school, but it's a challenging atmosphere. What I love about it, though, is that there's help for you. You know, it's like if, if you if you can't get what you need, if you feel like you don't have what it takes to pass microeconomics, which I didn't when I was an undergrad, right. <laughs> they've got a, a great tutoring setup. So it, it's, it's one of those things that you want to be challenged, but you want to also have some people behind you to support you so you feel like in the challenge you can succeed. I'm into that. Grove City College, rigorous academics, great and fun athletics, wonderful Christian values, and some of the most amazing people that I promise you, you will ever meet. For more information, look online for you or your rising senior, gcc.edu. Hi, this is Robert Jermolowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. We'll see a thunderstorm in spots this evening. Otherwise, patchy clouds tonight, warm and humid with a low of 69. Humid tomorrow, remaining warm with clouds and sunshine. Expect a high of 89. Friday will be humid with times of clouds and sun, a thunderstorm in the afternoon, and a high of 85. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Does this make sense? Does what make sense? DVDs. Well, in the streaming world that we live in, mm-hmm. that's most question. people would say no. However, there are more than several 
DVDs I have mm-hmm. that I would refuse to give up because they are much beloved movies that I want to have with me just in case. What about if you turn on Netflix and that movie's right there available for you? Yeah, but it comes and goes. What about if you have multiple streaming services and so if it comes and goes on Netflix, maybe it's available on Prime. No. Maybe it's on Hulu. I want to own it. I want to own it. I bet you I could say I've got at least 10 DVDs that are precious. So that it makes sense to me. I totally agree. Hey, we agree. I bet I have 30. Oh, that are that I, precious. I they are. I don't want to just leave it to chance that I'm going to be able to find that on stars. Right. And there are some movies, you, of course, you know that. You it's watch again and again and again. Into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to. I, I feel like I need to preserve my DVD library. Um, yeah. And at that, I feel like it makes sense. In a streaming world, super niche, occasionally, a DVD, emotionally, makes good sense. <laughs> It does. You need that little baby just to know that it's there. All right, does this make sense? I'm going to use this phrase. For men of a certain age. Oh. Now, I have several friends who have succumbed to this, which is shocking. Big, bushy eyebrows. The eyebrows that are so big, you could probably balance a cup of coffee on them. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. I mean, they're big. They have like a personality of their own. They're not like a caterpillar. It's kind of like an otter (laughs) popping out of your head. And you see that and you think, what's the deal with that? Does Does that that make sense? He thinks that looks good. And now you'd have to like comb them and wash them and care for them as though you would care for your mane. The big bushy eyebrows really make sense. Absolutely not. I agree. Can't we all just decide? I, like, can't just do a trim. Cut those babies. Come on. Get the weed whacker out. Let's do what has to be done to maintain ourselves. Gentlemen, when you reach a certain age and hair's popping everywhere, <laughs> a good little trimmer. I think it's fine. It's worth its weight in gold. I think it's suggested. Don't walk around with... Ear, ho- ear, nose, hair, all no. that. I mean, that's disgusting, gentlemen. Amazon.com. Please Look clean up yourself. A trim up. action. It doesn't look hip. W-O-R-D. Moms are the most influential people on the planet. For years, you've trusted Focus on the Family. Now you have the chance to experience it in person. Enter the Focus on the Family VIP experience. We'll fly you and three others to Focus on the Family headquarters, where you'll stay at Great Wolf Lodge in Colorado Springs and sit in on an actual Focus on the Family program. Enter once per day and complete bonus tasks to increase your chances of winning. The Focus on the Family VIP experience. Register to win at wordfm.com slash focus. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, 
Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm fresh catering from the Springhouse. What is an integrated curriculum? For the teachers at Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon, their award-winning approach is like a wheel, where subjects like science, math, and language arts are the spokes. But at this center, God is the hub, holding it all together. And through hands-on learning, monthly field experiences, the all-school unit, and more, kids develop a passion for learning and faith in a way that's really cool. Schedule a private tour today. Jubilee Christian School, K-6 through grade. Imagine, believe, achieve at jubileecs.org. Sharing one car with her mom while supporting two Two households in a pandemic just wasn't working out. But thanks to the Lighthouse Foundation's Car Connection Program, this healthcare worker found safe, reliable transportation that meant less time on the road, a full night's sleep, and more income for her family. It's just one of the many programs you support when you sponsor their annual fundraiser gala September 24th. Bring hope to those in the most need throughout Butler and northern Allegheny counties. Become a sponsor today at thelighthousepa.org. when you get on an airplane and the poor flight attendants they're trying to get everyone's attention where they do this presentation that nobody pays any attention to right in the event of and then they go through the what's that they probably could do right. in their sleep right. and of course as you said no one pays attention because you think it's not going to happen what's what are the odds of something like you know a catastrophe happening well our, our first guest on today's show has a story to tell Pastor Kyle Don is with us. Pastor da- Kyle is the pastor of Community Life at Peninsula Bible Fellowship in Bremerton, Washington. Founder and director of Kitsap Church Metrics. Uh, we'll talk about his uh, website as well, where he blogs daily. But Kyle, welcome to the show. Uh, your flight on American Airlines two seven seven five. That's a story to tell. How are you doing? Yeah. Thanks for having me, John. Thank Kathy. you. Um, I'm doing well. We're uh, we're still a little bit rattled, but um, boy, it just seems like God was doing something on that flight, and my wife and I are trying to trying to stay awake to what He wants to Good. do. Good, yeah. Good. I I love that attitude. All right, so tell us the story. You're on the plane. How many days ago? Yeah, so this was June twenty uh, eighth. Okay. It was uh, about a week and a half ago, and uh, yeah, we're we're taking off from Charlotte. Just spent a great week visiting my wife's family, enjoying some time on the beach. And uh, we took off, and, and on takeoff, there's a loud pop. My wife, she starts looking at me. She says, did you hear that? Um, I told her, I told her, I don't think it was anything, honey. I, I think planes just make noise, right? Uh, I was wrong. I was wrong this time. Um, uh, about 10 minutes later, you know, we, we felt the, the airplane kind of pulling different ways. Uh, my, uh, my wife is starting to feel pretty uneasy, and then they come over the intercom, and they say that an engine's failed. Uh, we start to see the flight attendants running back and forth down the aisles, which you're not supposed to see them running, right? You don't see. <laughs> That's not a good. 
sign probably and, uh, with that worried uh but focused look on their face um I, I think they even got in the back of the airplane and I, I think they were praying they were just a few rows behind me and I looked back at them and I saw them huddled up I think they were praying together um but then they they dispersed and they said uh very sternly uh we've lost an engine we are preparing you for a crash landing the the pilot had told us emergency landing but then they used this word crash and people you know it becomes very very real they're starting to to take us through bracing drills and when you're up above the clouds you know the the brace position when it's in the manual like in, in that little that little uh insert in the seat back in front of you yeah it looks reasonable but when you're up above the clouds and you're in the brace position and you think about coming down from that and you see it just doesn't it, you kind of just feel so helpless and so exposed and and you know what is bracing going to do for me so uh they they were yelling over the intercom brace 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 and my wife uh Brittany she looked at me and she said are are we going to die and people are crying i mean i'm i'm looking around there are grown men and women crying together there are people holding each other's hands strangers holding each other's hands and uh and i i had to say to my wife i don't know um but i just uh, i walked her through a catechism you know kind of a question and answer um babe what is your only hope in life and death and uh, we've been rehearsing this for the last few weeks and she said that i'm not my own but i belong body and soul to god and to my savior jesus christ um okay so when you say you were rehearsing this you of course weren't rehearsing this thinking this was going to happen on the plane what do you mean by rehearsing yeah. yeah so for the last few weeks we've been going through a devotional uh, a catechism devotional where you and and uh, you can do this alone. You can do this with a spouse. You can do this with your kids. But you uh, you memorize the answers to these really meaningful and and important questions like like who is God or what is the Trinity or in our case the one that made the most sense to recite back and forth in that moment was what is your only hope in life mm. and death. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, so you kind of. I mean, console one another with these words, basically, is what you were doing at that moment, yeah? Yeah, so the first step was kind of to try and make sure that my wife was okay. And so we rehearsed those words, and then I turned next to me. I was in a middle seat, and I, I just turned next to me. Um, there was a girl we had just met, super sweet girl named Ani. And uh, we'd had a great conversation, but now she's in the brace position, just you know, holding her knees, she's sobbing, her hair is flowing down her legs, and you just see her back heaving and you hear these sobs coming from her. And I just, I, I gently touched her back. And I just said, I just said, hey, Ani, um, do you know what happens in the next few minutes if, if we die? Do you know what happens to you? And she said, uh, she said some words I'll never forget. She said, um, I grew up Catholic, so I will go to heaven or purgatory purgatory or somewhere, I guess. And it was like mm -hmm. that ending part, the I guess part that just like really stuck with me. I went, man, um, are you, I, I asked her, I said, are you sure? And through a big sob, she said, no, I'm not. Yeah. Um, so I just took uh, just a few seconds with her and I said, well, is, is it okay? I want to tell you why Brittany and I are okay right now, why we have hope. Um, do you mind if I share? And she said it was. And so I, I just shared with her a really simple gospel message. And all throughout, she's going, okay, yes, okay, sure. And uh, and you know what? After I was done just talking with her, I, I lifted up my head and I waited a moment. And I just thought, this is it. This could be the moment. I really thought in the next few minutes, I, I might be meeting Jesus. 
um, you know, the, the flight, uh, the pilots had some more information than we had. The, the pilots knew that they were trained to fly on one engine. Uh, hardly anybody else on the plane knew that. And so we just felt like we were getting ready for a crash landing. I'm coming to grips with the fact that this might be it. And I, I just went, why wouldn't I share right now? And so I just, I said the same thing to everybody else that I could get my voice to. I just lifted my head, really? everyone else in the brace position and just started sharing exactly what I had just told Ani. Um, I said, hey, everyone, um, I'm sitting here with my wife, Britt, and I want you to know why we are confident and we have hope right now. Um, I don't want to scare you, but I do want you to know that if you haven't made peace with God, God wants to make peace with you. Um, he made the world, uh, but we've broken it. And all of us understand that the world is broken. It's messed up. Um, and, and God wants peace with us so badly that he became a person. His name is Jesus. He died the death that we deserved for breaking his world. And then he rose from the dead and he's offering us peace terms. All you have to do, the Bible says, just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart and you'll be saved. Believe that Jesus is Lord and that he rose from the dead and you'll be saved. Um, and, you know, I got a couple looks like a couple people look back. Um, somebody smiled at me. I think it was probably an agreement. Um, and, and we just got lower and lower and I'm seeing the trees. My wife, she's in the brace position. Uh, the girl next to us, she's in the brace position, but I'm like, I just can't help myself. I'm looking out the window. I have to. Um, and the trees are getting closer and closer and there's nothing else. There's just trees. And, um, I mean, what's going through my mind is okay. Now I'm, I might be 30 seconds away from, from this. And I didn't want it. It was like, you know, I'm, I'm preparing to meet God. And I, I was like, that's great. I just didn't think it was going to happen like this. I, uh, it was a really terrifying moment. If I'm honest, I was yeah. pretty scared. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm talking my wife through it and and uh, the girl next to us. And so what I said was, hey, we're getting closer to the ground. I bet we're really close to the airport. Good job, pilots. Great job. I'm just trying to comfort them, even though I'm, I'm yeah. in my mind, I'm, I'm pretty unsure. And uh, like just maybe 100 feet, 50 feet from the, the, the ground, uh, suddenly the tarmac showed up. And we landed, and I've just never heard that much relief. You could feel it. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, there, there are a lot of videos out online of the pandemonium, pandemonium that was being felt and uh, just people, you know, video recording and, and saying, please pray. And, um, yeah. you know, so uh, but after we got into the airport, I, I just thought, boy, everyone's going to want to talk to each other. Everyone's sure, going right. to want to talk about what we just went through. And instead, like very quickly, we stood in line. We all got $12 meal vouchers, which was fine. And then people- And kind of like, surreal, really, after yeah, all that. Very thankful. We cheered the, the flight attendants out as they walked across the, the gate. Um, so excited, so thankful for them. They did a great job. But, uh, but you know, everybody just kind of went back to their phones. Really? Everybody went back to Netflix or they went back to really? scrolling social media. And uh, it just seemed like, like Brittany and I were just kind of standing in the middle of the gate alone, just going, that really just happened. Everyone was crying. Everyone was wailing. Everyone was, you know, people were breaking up their phones and trying to call loved ones, even yeah. though we were in the middle of the, in the middle of the air, you know? And, and Kyle, your seatmate on it, how, how did she respond when it was all over? Yeah, sorry, um, my wife? No, your seatmate, uh, the woman next to you. Yeah. Great question. So Ani um, actually decided not to get back on the, the next plane. Yeah. Okay. Um, decided to, to take uh, a rental car back up to New York. Okay. 
where she was from, but, you know, um, she just thanked us. We, um, even after I was done preaching the gospel to her, I had my, my arm around my wife and I had my hand on her back. Mm-hmm. And I, I just said, we are here with you. You are not alone. We're here with you. Um, and so we swapped numbers and we're, we're still in communication. That's cool. United States has killed Osama bin Laden. Hours after that announcement, the White House leaked that it was SEAL Team 6 that carried out the operation. Al-Qaeda placed bounties on the heads of all Navy SEALs. Then, just three months later... Extortion 17 requesting permission to take off. A U.S. Army helicopter carrying many from SEAL Team 6 and others entered the Tangy Valley. That's all flash. Team flash. Anybody out there, we have a fallen angel. A fallen angel. Roger. Extortion 17, the provocative new film telling the story of the largest loss of life in U.S. Special Forces history. Now playing on SalemNow.com. Questions quickly arise. Why did it take 17 minutes to fly a 10-minute mission? Was there a black box on board? Every American should be taught about what happened in Extortion 17. What really happened? The SEAL Team 6 that dreadful night. Fallen Angel. Extortion 17. The story most Americans don't know. Watch exclusively at SalemNow.com. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now, cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%, but even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So, what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Kurt Kenotic at Accurate Solutions Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Kurt Kenotic and his team at Accurate Solutions Group, call 412-515-3555. That's 412-515-3555. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services are offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. McQueen Building Company. It's about our people, but it's what others say about us that we really want you to hear. It was a pleasure working with McQueen. Everything we agreed on in the contract was done and done to my satisfaction. I'll certainly have them for any future projects and have recommended them to friends. Jeff works hard, is committed to success, and willing to go above and beyond in his zeal for the best outcome. I highly recommend Jeff, his work ethic, and his commitment to excellence. McQueen Building Company. See our work for yourself at McQueenBuildingCompany.com. Get a king bed for a queen price at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 during the best Labor Day sale ever on top rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. How long could you survive without electricity, without a water supply, days, a week, Ready Christians prepare for crisis events in order to stay safe and assist others. Being ready means you can share the comfort and hope of Jesus Christ, perhaps in someone's most desperate hour. Complete the free readiness profile online at ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org. In just a few minutes, you'll know what it takes to be ready to respond to crisis and disaster. That's ChristianEmergencyNetwork.org. This gigantic explosion of emotion, right? This sheer terror where you think, I'm seconds away from being in heaven. And you're preaching the gospel to a group of people who are also in that same thing. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in safety. People go back to their regular lives fairly quickly. 
Yeah. What does that say to you? You know, yeah. What does that say? I've, I've been thinking a lot about it. Um, does that say that this is just a coping mechanism? That actually the you know the technology in our lives is just helping mm. us cope and medicate with with real life and avoiding questions like I wonder what happens when I die. <laughs> um, is it is it an addiction? Is is it for lack of knowing what else to do? You know, like uh, did people just not know how to how to have conversations with one another? We, my wife and I, we engaged with a couple people, but it was really pretty thin. I mean, parents put oh. headphones back on their kids. People grabbed the iPads and were playing Candy Crush. Oh, um, th- so I'm still, I'm still working through that. What, that's I, kind of, yeah. I have to say, that's just tragic. That's a tragic outcome of, it's a tragic and wonderful outcome at the same time, hearing that story. I mean, I'm so thankful that you're here. And I have to tell you, I'm just so, um, I'm just so gratified that you did what you did when you did it. Um, I think that's really, it It speaks well of you and what you recognized in the moment. It's but a, how sad it is that right. at, the, at the end of all of that, you end up with Candy Crush? Like, okay. we've got to be. So if those, those people chose to go back to their regular lives, obviously you wrote about it. You've talked about it. You're here talking about it. What about you and your wife? What's yeah, the what's the adjustment? Like, this has to change something. Yeah. Right. We can't. So I mean, we we're talking almost every night over dinner. Um, what does this change? Uh, it's it's got to change the way we live each minute. Um, you know, I, I'm a pastor. I've been involved with ministry for like like the last dozen years, um, but it's still got to change something. So. We're working through exactly what that means. I, you know, eyes on Jesus, eyes peeled. What is he doing next? Waking up in the morning and going, God, you've got a mission for me today. How do I partner with you? You've got work for me to do, and I don't want to miss a moment. So there's that that feeling of urgency. Brittany and I are both waking up. Going, what are we yeah. doing? And of course, you know, you write this in your piece at the Gospel Coalition where we picked it up, my 30-second sermon as we prepared for a crash landing. So, I mean, the people, you know, last week in, in their condos in Florida, or as you write, you know, walking across the street or just wherever you are, it can come like that. We're a heartbeat away. Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, we don't think about it in those terms. It sounds pretty morbid, um, but the, the book of Ecclesiastes is really clear that our life is vapor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether it's yeah. it's like right now from a brain aneurysm or it's it's 30 years from now for me or 40 years from now for me, which I, I hope it is. I hope I, I get sure. um, a long life, but uh, I have got to be ready. And that was my hope. Like I, I just wrote a short post about it, and then my um, my colleague picked it up and and uh, ran with it at the Gospel Coalition. But the point was just, I really want my friends, I really want my family to to really deeply, seriously consider what is going to happen and yeah. if they are ready for that day, because it could it could come in in minutes or moments or seconds or years. So. Well, Kyle, we've never met before, but and I don't know you from Adam, but I'm proud of you. Yeah, I really job. am. Thanks. I yeah. really am. You, you, you did what you should have done. Kyle Don, you can check him out online. K Y L E Don D O N N. Kyle Don dot com. He wrote a piece that he just talked about. My thirty second sermon as we prepared for a crash landing. It's a good wake up call for all of us. Yeah, Kyle, our best to your wife, Ani, if she's hearing us. We love you. We'll take a quick break, come back for the ride home with John and Kathy. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk, 101.5, Word of Town.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.